Hey, good morning. It is Tuesday, November 23rd. A very happy National Espresso Day to you, Kelly Collins. Ooh. Does that include an espresso? Is that like, it's kind of like a cousin of espresso, right? Absolutely. You can get an espresso and an espresso for sure. That's true. Okay. And like Christmas, you should keep National Espresso Day in your heart all year round. <laughs> Sometimes several times a day. Life Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly, made in D.C., on the Real Fun D.C. channel, and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Oh my goodness, we've got so much today, like info about Reads Across America. A lot of people have been asking us about how to get involved with that this year. Meeting the makers of the downtown D.C. holiday market, the sticker shock of Christmas trees, and a toy full of trains. A train full of toys, sorry, for Blue Star families. Um, I got to hang out with them in Baltimore yesterday at a very historic site. But Kelly, I think we, we'd be remiss if we didn't start with Kyle Kuzma and his wild fashions. Yes. Okay. So he plays for the Wizards. He's new with our team this year. And I guess he's kind of known for wearing very eccentric, very fashion forward however you want to look at it, outfits uh, going into the stadium. And this was him yesterday in this <laughs> giant oversized pink sweater. Now, the guy is an incredible player, so I think he can kind of do whatever he wants. Also, the Wizards are having a great start to their season. So, you know, and he's just trying to make his own, you know, fashion statement. But of course, because, you know, Twitter can be Twitter. <laughs> I love it. This is the first video I saw this morning and it just made my day. Yeah, they, a lot of people are talking about it. And I guess, you know, and he's kind of gone international. People from all over the world are talking about his outfit. I'm trying to figure out the designer of the sweater because I'm sure it's some like bougie designer. It has I have to, to get be. back to you on that. Or it's like knitted by his grandma. <laughs> well, his grandma like grossly, uh, <laughs> you know, oversized his sleeves there. Um, you know what, though? It's wintertime. Sometimes your hands get cold. Yeah. All right, Tommy. So, so share the Twitter. Let's see what people compared him to. We found some top takes uh, for Kuzma's sweater, like a Pepto bottle. <laughs> okay. That was the easy one, right? That's a low hanging fruit. <laughs> totally. I mean, come on, like way to go. Um, also uh, the blow up outside of car dealerships. <laughs> right. The giant pink like thing with the air in it that flops back and forth. What is that guy even called? He's like crazy arms guy. I don't know what he would even call. Yeah. Those. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, this one was a thinker because you got to like go back to your 90s um, childhood skills. <laughs> the scene, I believe it's in Little Rascals where three kids stand on each other's shoulders and try to be an adult. <laughs> they have a <laughs> beard on. <laughs> I like that one too. And um, my favorite of all. And again, <laughs> we're only like 12 hours into this. So I'm sure the internet's going to get funnier as the day goes on. But Kyle Kuzma as the pink panther <laughs> <laughs> amazing they nailed it because it even it. has the long arm flowy situation going on like they even yep. got that part of the pink panther yep so it will be fun to kind of watch him uh throughout the season uh now that this is kind of like on the radar because us as washingtonians we don't know a lot about this player he's relatively new i believe he was in la before he came to dc um so it'll be fun to watch his outfits like Truly. you know who, who were better and if, if you go back through um like the internet he does this all the time which i wasn't yes. aware of so there's just like a treasure trove of backdated stuff of him um looking looking fashion forward uh, i 
I, I'm here for it. I, I really appreciate it. And in a town that's like very conservative in as far as how we dress or as has a reputation of being that way. Um, I, I really appreciate it. You definitely won't see Kyle Kuzma with um, sensible flats in his purse. <laughs> or maybe you will. I don't maybe, know. <laughs> maybe you will. Who knows? Um, let's talk about your, uh, you were trying to deck the halls and you had a little bit of tree, sh tree sticker shock. Um, well, yeah, so we're, we are doing a, a Friendsgiving tonight. Um, so I was out and about trying to get organized for it. And, um, I noticed that the Christmas trees are out. Like they were out at the grocery stores. They were out at like, a, we have one of those neighborhood lots where they use like an empty lot. And I think you get your tree there in front of St. Sophia's church on Mass Avenue. I do. I love that spot. And, and we've gotten our trees there and I was like, let me just see. I've heard like the news say that trees are expensive. And I think like a lot of people, I want to go big this year. Like I want a big ass tree and I want to like put all my decorations on it. Cause last year was just kind of like sad pandemic tree. Um, and so I found the tree. I don't, I'm not sure if I was ready to buy it, but I'm like, okay, this is the size. This is the fullness of the tree. And about what I have bought in years past from this lot, which was usually like, I'm on the higher end, like 80, 90 bucks. The tree was $180. How big was For, the tree? Um, I think it was the eight to nine foot and really full. Okay. But then I looked at little, because I usually do a little Nats tree because I've collected so many Nats ornaments. I make like a little like tabletop tree. Mm-hmm. Those trees were $45, like the little, little baby trees. Huh. So I'm just saying, you might want to shop around. The, the grocery stores seem to have a little bit better in pricing, but I feel like they're not as fresh. Yeah, probably you know? not. You don't know when they were ever cut down. So yeah. I, I, I wonder about this because um, we have gone to St. Sophia's for years, and it is not the cheapest no. at all, but you can definitely... Um, like it's supporting the church and that's really great. Uh, and I, and I always like talk to the tree people and they're from Pennsylvania and they're good people to bring trees down. And as we know, Pennsylvania trees are the best tree because that's what the national Christmas tree is this year mm -hmm. because it will, you know, hopefully fight off whatever the weird mold thing was that killed the last one. But um, I, I do wonder though, like if comparing St. Sophia's tree prices is kind of like Wolf Blitzer posting the photo of the gas station near Union Station and being like, gas in D.C. is crazy. Yeah, of course it is. You're a block from the Capitol. You're a block from rental car returns. Yes, of course it's crazy, Wolf. So I, I wonder, we should we should maybe go on like a mission or I'd love to hear from people um, where you've seen trees and if the price is like that much more than years past. Yeah, the tree I saw at the um, P Street Whole Foods um, they had like a whole setup outside, like very like, cause it's the urban location. Like where you're just like, you're like the old, you're dragging the tree down to your apartment. Right. Yeah. Um, they had seven foot trees for $69. So a lot cheaper. Yeah. True. But you can't really see them like in a, tr they're, they're all already bagged up. You yeah, know what I mean? Grab and go. Like it's a carton of eggs. I don't yeah. know. Get down with that. Yeah. So that's, that's what you, you get the cheaper price, but you don't get to in these lots where they have the big, nice full tree. And you're like, that's my tree. Mm -hmm. We so. used to do like a big fat 10 footer. So um, <laughs> I think when, when it comes January, I'm going to cut it into four boards and do some hardwood flooring with it. <laughs> can I re, can I re four board like my foyer with the tree? Talk get about creative. life, you know, making it all go full circle and bringing it all back. For sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, help us out with our uh, comparison pricing of the of the trees all around. Yeah.
I think though too, like living in the city, you pay for that convenience of them bringing a tree from the forest to you. And so there's that, but I wonder like what, like I, I learned this year about Cox farms, which is in Fairfax County. It's like the only, like one of the only farms in Fairfax County and they have a bunch of trees. You can like go cut your own. So I wonder if there's like a, like if, if the cut your own trees are kind of the same price, because if we're, if it's like, Oh, supply chain, gas prices, like yada, yada. I wonder if, if you go get it, if it's the same price as it was in years past, because they're not, they're not spending any more money on gas to move the trees or anything like that. Yeah. But they might be dealing with market pricing. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, just good luck people. But I, I, I think I'm going to just have to do it. Cause I remember last year when I bought my little like baby pandemic sad tree, um, my kids were like, come on, mom. Like it's tradition to do a nice big tree. And it was like, so sad. I was like, I should have bought the bigger tree. Yeah. So while I want to save, I, I just feel like I got to just bite bullet and do it. I'm with you on that. Like I'm, I am buddy the elf in it like hardcore <laughs> this year. Like ready. Let's go. We're, we're doing our tree on Saturday and I cannot wait. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Also, a holiday tradition that we've been involved with for many years is reshaping up a little bit differently this year. Reads Across America, we got the information that on December 18th, it is happening again at Arlington National Cemetery and at military cemeteries across the country. Because the folks at Reads are always very happy to quickly remind us that there are many military cemeteries across the country. And Arlington um, is the is the like flagship of what they do, but they also um, cover... Many, 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 many cemeteries all around. So uh, it's going to be December 18th. It's going to be different where you have to get a timed ticket. So this year, we're not going to be able to do our massive group where we get like 400 people and we all parade over together. Um, and we join then tens of thousands of other people who have all had the same idea. Arlington, you know, the cemetery has access on this. And of course, they've not not stop what they do normally and also um, to welcome in people. So go to readsacrossamerica.org and that's where you can get signed up for your, um, your uh, time ticket. Very cool. And, and they, they plan on at, at least Arlington being able to put a wreath on every marker. They're going to do the, um, the trucks that come into the Arlington cemetery to kind of distribute their wreaths. A lot of the traditions are coming back, but they are doing a lot, a lot differently as far as like trying to control the crowds and going through security and all those things. Yeah. It's going to be a very, um, a much smaller group this year too. They're also, you know, handing on, hanging on to the number of people. So when you go to Arlington's web, Reads Across America's website, you select also which gate you want to enter, whether it's the South gate, the Memorial gate, or um, the what the um, the Weasel Gate. You can uh, you can figure out which one you want to go through there. So we'll see you at Reads Across America this year on December eighteenth. Thanks, Pam. Yeah, Pam says that's wonderful. Pam's getting involved. Another holiday tradition. It's just like happy holidayness around here. We started with the trees being expensive, but now we're like doing all the good holiday stuff. Uh, so the downtown DC holiday market is back and we had so much fun going out and going to the workshop of all of the elves who make all of the things for the downtown DC holiday market. These local vendors, these local creators, local businesses who are going to be um, selling their stuff at the downtown DC holiday market. And we collaborated with gather by events DC to get out there and give a preview 
of the personalities and the products and all of the awesome stuff at the downtown DC holiday market, which is right by the portrait gallery, by the Capital One arena, by the Riggs hotel, by where the spy museum used to be. They've closed off two full blocks of F street and they've spaced it out. They've figured out a way to deal better with the line for the churros, all the things you care about. <laughs> they've made it happen. And we have this awesome preview with gathered by events, DC. Giraffes make the best friends. You know why? <laughs> because they will always stick their neck out for you. <laughs> That's my one giraffe joke that I tell all day, every day. <laughs> the downtown holiday market, now in its 17th year, opens the week before Thanksgiving, this year, November 19th, on a Friday. And we run straight through December 23rd. This is really about connecting with different cultures and different artisans. I would say it's one of the most uh, happening uh, destinations for the holiday season in DC. And it's the holidays, so people are feeling good, and you know, I love the holiday market. Yeah, looking forward to it. When you walk in, you will see uh, all sorts of unique products, from art to crafts to clothes, stuff from around the world, stuff made right here, and they have just really unique stuff you will not find anywhere else. I am a watercolor artist and a calligrapher. And I am a gold and silversmith. It's all my original artwork uh, translated onto various products uh, that are made in India. We make natural soy wax candles. The name of my studio is Marcella Creeble Art and Illustration. I take cans and cut them into strips and turn them into giraffes. Folks love giraffes. I think the reason is, is that giraffes are the most recognizable animal on the planet. No matter what language you speak, no matter where you're from, when you see a giraffe, you know, hey, that's a giraffe. Indie Blossom is an eclectic mix of home and women's accessories. And my sophomore year, we had taken introduction to jewelry making as an elective, and that's how it started in 1986. When they meet me, uh, they think I'm not the owner, they think it's my mom. And I guess it's because of my cuteness, they <laughs> start to, they start to uh, support me. DC is home to so many creatives and makers, and I think that that's one of the most delightful surprises to folks that visit especially during the holidays when they walk through the downtown holiday market and recognize that there's so much handmade culture as well as just vibrant, exciting characters that actually have nothing to do with action on the hill. I really leaned into DC and of course the DC inspirational watercolors and artwork and I think that by buying local and shopping local and buying things with DC images on them really resonates with the local community to support local makers. The holiday market brings so many eyeballs and so much foot traffic, but we really do want to feature and highlight minority businesses, female businesses, small businesses, folks that deserve to have their product exposed to the world. For this market, we're definitely preparing. We're making a lot of candles. The inventory could be swiped up in seconds. We're probably going to have to need more storage. 
Preparation for the holiday market, I have puzzles coming in, ornaments, holiday cards. My calendar's just arrived today. It's a very wonderful, festive event that people enjoy. And it has price points. I mean, you can come to a holiday market with $20. You can get some delicious ch uh, churros, which, I mean, they got a lot. I mean, girlfriend got a lot. Pro tip for the market, I would say, ask about any specials that the artists might have. And it really, you don't know unless you ask. So ask questions, get to know the artists, and get your churros early. The downtown holiday market is really important to D.C. in general, not only because it's important to the city and the economy, but also outdoor shopping is the safest way to shop. But the people, you know, you, get, you meet people from all over the world, so I'm expecting big things this year as well. You know, we always have Muriel Bowser come visit, friend of mine, I will call him that, Jose Andres. And last season we had Kamala Harris visit, um, and it was wonderful because she came with Doug and purchased some goods for her friends and family, came unannounced, it was such a pleasure. So you all really amidst this energy which is just amazing. So you guys have to come and visit and, and experience it to really see what I mean. I will tell you that going, uh, Tommy and I are the ones that kind of went behind the scenes and interviewed all these artists and artisans. And everyone is so nice and passionate about DC and about the market. It, that was such a real treat to spend some time with them. Uh, and obviously when the weather was a little bit warmer than it is now. <laughs> I never thought that I needed a giraffe made out of aluminum can, but I do. So that's what happened at the downtown holiday market this year, for sure. I'm glad I was on mute because I said what I was getting you for Christmas. And it's like the internet oh. gods, you know, saved me. From that. <laughs> I didn't realize I was on and I was just spewing while the treasures I was buying you for your present, Kelly. Um, another pro tip is a lot of the restaurants around there. Um, I know like the Hotel Monaco, um, Riggs, I believe have something as well. They have special little events to celebrate the market yeah. whether it's cocktails or happy hours um they they kind of get involved in, as well so that's kind of neat to see i did see um uh when i was down there over the weekend like the rigs which is right it's rigs um yeah, hotel yeah. started putting up their um in the, they have a, a streetery they were putting up all this like christmas trees and poinsettias and like making it really festive so awesome. it, it just gets you in the spirit one other thing i want to note too Hanukkah is super early this year. It mm -hmm. starts on Sunday. So yes. while we're talking a lot about Christmas, the, the holiday season truly does start earlier than ever with Hanukkah being, you know, in November, which I guess that doesn't happen very often. Nope. So make it happen. Get out there. Uh, we're continuing our holiday traditions. And, and this is like the show before Thanksgiving, which is great. I'm like Captain Buddy the Elf here. Even more. Um, and another, I would say, not a reboot, but a reimagining of a holiday tradition with the pop-up bar. Yes, there is a Christmas pop. Well, it's 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 actually a a a wine bar that exists. It's not pop-up, but they just decorated it with like a Christmas explosion. It's an uncorking so, of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so that you might remember the pop-up bars Miracle on Seventh Street, which was like the drink company's tradition of doing these theme bars. They did. Oh my god. You know, something around the royal wedding they did something around game of thrones and every year they did this christmas and it was just like 
you know, Instagram heaven. Mm-hmm. People would wait for hours yes. in the cold yes. to go to this bar. Such a, such a pre-pandemic behavior. I mean, my goodness. Now, the same designer has um, taken on a bar at the Navy Yard called Maxwell Park. So smart. With- kind of the same type of theme um and it's just gonna and it's got the specialty menu with the specialty cocktails you can um make a reservation for a candy cane greenhouse um Ooh. with just a 300 dollars deposit that does go through your purchases but um <laughs> like, a, like a legal marijuana situation <laughs> but it's not no it's not candy cane greenhouse yeah i don't i don't know um it but it's like got, a, it sounds like a brand <laughs> Um, there is a reindeer buzz, which is a cold brew martini. I mean, just, it's got all the things on it. Um, and it just sounds hipster fabulous and just a great way to get into the holiday spirit. And I will tell you, um, my neighbors who are also very good friends of mine, they went out in, uh, the 14th street corridor on Saturday night with, they had some friends from out of town and they kind of did like the bar hopping thing. People are, they are out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't get out as much as, you know, to like the bar scene, but they, yes, they, they've just about had it. (laughs) (laughs) So I imagine this place is going to be packed as well. People get their boosters and they're like, woo, let's do do this. (laughs) Um, Also this year too, the, a lot of stores are being closed on Thanksgiving which is interesting. I went up to uh, Pennsylvania to see my grandmother and I was in Walmart buying bags of candy, long story, but there was like an announcement over the loudspeaker that was like, ladies and gentlemen, Walmart will be closed on how on Thanksgiving in order to celebrate our families. And I was like, wow, that seems like a very un Walmart thing to do. I know. And I mean, and the list goes on and on. So our friends over at WTOP have it. Um, it is Nordstrom's Macy's Bloomingdale's Costco, Sam's club, all closed. Um, Kohl's, JCPenney's, Dick's Sporting Goods, Home Depot, Lowe's, and kind of the list goes on and on. But hmm. I think it's great. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's, it, it is sort of the one holiday that every one in America likes to celebrate. Um, doesn't matter regarding your religion. And, um, you know, give these, these guys a day off because um, the next day is, you know, Black Friday. Yeah. When- and so I hope that the stores are actually like, giving the employees off and they're not like closed to do like a holiday explosion inside to get ready for black Friday. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, Especially don't like, know. cause like Kohl's is, is one that's like, we're starting black Friday celebrations. And we're like, Hey Kohl's it's July 6th. Like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Come and get your extra Kohl's bugs. And then we'll also black Friday celebration. Like they're really like aggressive on it really early. So I'm just hoping that even though the doors are closed, everyone gets a little turkey time with the family. I hope so. I hope so. Mm. The celebrations of the holidays continue. I feel like we need to get some holiday hats or something to start this conversation. Oh, I, I've got them. I th- I'm wearing my glitter today. I thought the holiday hats were a little bit too much. I'm wearing your glitter and your wait. nutcrackers are going to come out soon too. They're already out. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yes. They're just not just, in your shot yet in your, in your backup shot. No, they're, they're up in the mantle, but I will bring some down here. I can appreciate that. Into the and, office. And yesterday, Kelly, I got a chance to head to Baltimore to the B&O Railroad Museum, which I learned so much about, with the History Channel. They had 50 Blue Star families, kiddos whose parents are serving our country and um, enlisted in the military. And there was a train full of toys that pulled up. 
So uh, this is a CSX 1776 train that they um, wrapped and they had this train in support of military families. But the History Holiday Helpers had bags of toys for every one of the kids uh, in the Blue Star families. And it was it was just so cool. We were all gathered together um, because of their new show, Toys That Built America, which debuts on Sunday, nine o'clock on history. But it was just such a fun way to do it because we were in all of this history at the BNO uh, Railroad Museum. And we got to spend time with all these families. There was like Mission Barbecue and there was live chalk mural painting and giant Jenga. And it was actually awesome because like during the speeches part, like the Secretary of Veterans Affairs of Maryland was there and the head of uh, programming and development for History Channel. They're giving their speeches about the show and about B&O Railroad Museum. And every once in a while, you just hear like, crash, Jenga! <laughs> the kids were having such a good time. <laughs> uh, did the kids get to open up the presents or this was for them to just to, like put under the tree and wait till Christmas? Oh, there was like opening happening. So okay. it was an outdoor event um, with you know, COVID protocol. So it got to be a little brisk by about six o'clock. But they <laughs> were, um, the kids were like, they were like bags of toys. Like each bag of toys. I, I, I asked the history holiday helpers, let me peek in some of the bags. And some of the bags, like they had like seven, eight presents in them that were all oh, kind of that's like, great individually wrapped up like educational stuff and like fun stuff and like karaoke microphones and all of these cool things. Um, but it was so neat to see this like train come in. I mean, you know me, like I grew up with my family, like as like a railroad family, like they were working on the railroad, like all the live long day. And um, so I have just like a love of trains. So to be like 20 yards from a train as it rolled in, I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you weren't like Grinch and like took a, like a bag of toys with you. <laughs> Out of the way, kids. I want to go play on the train. No, that wasn't allowed. Okay. <laughs> but what I learned, um, what was really cool, I had never been to the B&O Railroad Museum. It was the birthplace of the American Railroad. So where the first commercial tracks in the country were laid almost 200 years ago was right at that roundhouse in Baltimore. You know, it makes sense since it was sponsored by the History Channel that there was some history around it. Right? I know. I was like, there's another layer to this onion. This is amazing. But they have a whole a whole historic roundhouse up in there, and um, I, it's absolutely worth the trip. It's right near um, Raven Stadium and by Camden Yards. It's like oh, right downtown, four minutes away from there. Yeah, and it's this historic spot. And so in the roundhouse, they have all of these like historic engines and pieces of equipment and things that tell like America's train story. I don't know why nobody ever told me this thing existed with my love of trains. So it was. <laughs> spectacular and i had such a great time and just uh seeing the blue star families just have an amazing moment was just awesome that's great very cool get yeah. you in the spirit there's no bah humbug here no not at all and um like i know i'm like telling you to like tune in to toys that built america on history channel on sunday at nine o'clock but it's gonna be awesome because it's the story of like gi joe and of barbie and like these toys that historically were like a huge part of like the american story so I'm like all jazzed up about it because you are a kid at heart. Absolutely. And also if you um, post a photo, I was trying to find a photo of my X-Men collection of your like nostalgic toy, like a toy from your childhood and um, tag at history with hashtag toys that built America. They'll give a dollar to blue star families up to 25 grand um, throughout the end of the year. So you can post away and, and check out the show and they're going to give up to $25,000 back. Which is awesome. Well, you have a little baby Yoda back there. That's a little toy. I know it's not a nostalgic toy though. Like I want to. Like I, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna pull out my koala bear because 
he is readily available. He has a little condo in my closet. Where this is, you might want to put a filter on him. This is devolving quickly. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the poor koala is like 35 years old. So yeah. <laughs> he has not been moisturizing either. And uh, then the X-Men toys too. So I'm going to get $2 for the Blue Star families. Very cool. At history, hashtag toys that built America. Plus, if you want to go back and check out, speaking of history, my goodness, there are so many past shows. You can hear our shows from two years ago. Not quite as old as the BNO Railroad, but we're getting there. You can uh, <laughs> give it a listen and please give us five stars, share, comment, give us a good rating, even if you feel we don't deserve it. We'd greatly appreciate it. It could be like your holiday, um, your, you know, your holiday giving you do. I don't know about that, but happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> we haven't really acknowledged that Thanksgiving is in a couple of days. Happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you next time.